Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This episode's about flippers. I think looking back, I've done four episodes about flipping and the idea of the kinds of flippers and what goes on in our industry, not card flipping where you're getting closest to the wall and those kind of things I did when I was in the sixth grade. But the flipping of buying and selling in rapid fire, and I'm trying to define it. Been hearing more episodes on other podcasts about that. I thought I'd just weigh in with my two cents and give a little stream of consciousness. If there weren't any flippers, I think that the world would be a worse place. Not looking for dishonesty or people taking advantage of others, but when there are market anomalies where someone can figure out that I can buy it for this and I can sell it over here for this, and if I can do it quickly, a lot of people are doing that. As long as it's not illegal or unethical or dishonest or criminal, I think it adds to the liquidity of the industry. So that's good. Thanks, sponsors. Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So even just imagining a card show without anybody walking around a quote-unquote flipper. I don't think that's what I am, but it's like a lot of things that are hard to define. You kind of know it when you see it, and you probably know what it isn't, but it's hard to define exactly what it is. I don't have a problem with people being out there doing this, and I expound on that over the next eight or nine minutes, so shorter episode. I hope you enjoy the hobby, however you hobby, whether you're a flipper or a long-time hold, never-sell kind of a collector. That's your prerogative. So here it is. What if there were no flippers? You know, it'd be like capital gains. You have to hold it for a year to get the reduced tax treatment. What if there was a holding limit? I mean, a flipper is somebody that doesn't hold it for very long. In fact, as soon as they buy it, it's up for sale. That's kind of the definition of a flipper for me. You know, I guess you could take it home and see if it's an upgrade or a card you need. But otherwise, not everything is for sale, but the flipper is basically buying things for resale generally without a lot of overhead but if there were no flippers the ecosystem would be greatly reduced the dynamic element of flippers providing a ready market some at a big discount i mean they're trying to buy right and then they have some knowledge that they can buy reasonably but then they have somebody they're going to sell it to for more so a stupid flipper is probably not going to be around very long in a mixed market in a bull market the flipper can do great because you just buy and then sell for more if it's something that has demand again flippers don't generally flip things that are illiquid so i don't think i'm a flipper because i'm buying things for resale that are low demand and generally low supply, like variations or things like that. I don't think I'm a flipper, but I'm buying for resale and I don't have, I guess I have overhead at home, but I don't have the overhead of being a dealer at a show. So I'm not a dealer in that sense, even though I sell cards on eBay and on ComC or my main two platforms where I'm selling cards and they're flipped, many of them. But the other problem is when I buy out of the dollar box, it may be months to national. I'm still digging out from what I bought at the national and trying to process in order to flip. So that, that almost makes me not a flipper because I've had at least an eight month hold now. But again, my desire is to buy it and then put it up for sale on a different platform usually at a higher price, not always. Sometimes I find out that once the sunk cost of I have it, if I'm willing to pay 50 cents to put it on ComC, if I paid a buck for it and it's selling all day long for a buck 50 at ComC, I could sit on it or I could just say I made a mistake 
and so pay my 50 cents i paid a buck for it and i get my buck 50 but then i've got to take 10 percent off and all that five percent off and all that stuff so i lost money but i'm going to make money a large percentage of the time do flippers equal no emotion i think not i think a lot of flippers don't have a lot of emotion they just buy and sell but i think there's a lot of kids walking around they're kind of flippers they're working their way up and they are emotional they make a presentation hey Mr. Dealer or Ms. Dealer, I really want to buy this card. I want to get it from you. Will you give me a good deal or will you t trade? And so they're flipping in a trading sense. And I think that's an important part of the development. But just to say that flippers have no emotion is, again, I just think it's really hard to define a flipper. It's somebody maybe that whatever they buy or when they're buying things, it's immediately for sale at a higher price. And that would not be the case for me when I buy something that I want. Although I have some aspects of being a flipper because I'm buying things strictly for resale and I would sell them immediately if somebody came up. But if the cards I have are not big enough, I suppose if I was sitting at a dollar box and I picked out a card for a dollar and somebody was looking over my shoulder and said, oh, wow, I really want that card. I'll give you $10 for it. Would I give the dealer a dollar and then take the 10 from the other guy. It's never happened, but if it did happen, I don't know that it would happen. Number one, I don't like people looking over my shoulder. And number two, I think I've got a situation where I really like to just take it home. I do have a pretty good idea, obviously, of value if I buy. And there are some $10 cards in a dollar box, but that's not really what I'm trying to do. I'm more of a volume guy. In fact, the whole thing of going to the dollar box, I really like to get less than a dollar and you can't do that if you buy one card at a time. If you're buying hundreds of cards from a dollar box, you, you, I should expect some discount. And sometimes it's a bigger discount, but it's the dealer's prerogative. All I can say is yes or no if I ask them. But if I were to say, I'm intending to flip these, so will you give me a deal? I think they'd give me less of a deal if it was for <laughs> flipping than if I said, hey, I really want these for my collection. I think they'd cut me a better deal. So I'm keeping my mouth shut because, in truth, I am doing both. There are cards that I'm going to put into my various player collections, and there's cards that are going to go to eBay or to ComC or to BGS to get graded, if I think it's something that would be enhanced by grading. To, to outlaw flipping would be bad. It's basically what's the problem in our American justice system. And in an argument in civil discourse is that people assume they know somebody's motives and flipping could only be determined based on the motive. Or I guess you could watch their activity and see that, hey, they just bought this and they sold it in the other side of the room 10 minutes later. But again, might have been they bought it for their friend. So even checking the behavior, the activity, you just wouldn't know the motive. But if you kept seeing somebody buying on the left side of the room and selling on the right side of the room or vice versa, but, you know, the dealers that are behind their table, they can't always case the whole place. And if a dealer really specializes in a certain player, then you might buy, it's like buying hockey cards at the Dallas Card Show. You may find some good deals on hockey cards because there aren't that many there and there's not that much demand. But the flipping is probably not at the show. The flipping of the hockey card is, like I said, I would be taking them to the Toronto Expo or actually ComSeed and also eBay. I do fine with hockey and Canadian players and things like that. I guess in the age of cameras everywhere, you could watch somebody work the show and see if they are doing flipping type behavior. 
but I'm still trying to figure out what's bad about it. They're not putting a gun to anybody's head. If they're not telling any lies of, hey, I need this for my collection. It's the last card I need. Give me a good deal. And then they go flip it. I am against dishonesty, but I don't have a problem with saying, hey, what do you take for this card? And to get it as low as possible. And that adds to the liquidity of the industry. If there were no flippers there and only cards that were sold were buying from a dealer, again, that's not historical of the way it was in the hobby. There were frequently walk-ins that were in many shows in the early days were were uh, the courtesy was to allow the show promoter to have an instant auction. And that happened a lot in the mid-70s. And then Mr. Mint came along and he got the first table and it was like, I want to buy your collection and I'm not going to come to the show if, Mr. Promoter, if you are going to auction off things that come in, it ought to be a free enterprise. They come in and they'll see me, and if they don't like my offer, they can walk it around, but I'm sitting there with a table with (laughs) fanned out hundreds of dollars of bills and all this advertising and marketing and promoting that says I'm the biggest buyer. And yet, he was a flipper in the sense of when he bought collections, he parsed them out pretty quickly and got his money back. He was not a retailer. He wholesaled. He bought at low wholesale and sold at high wholesale because he was able to sell to people the Espositos that took all the publications. And there are some great publications that you could find in some of these old collections back in the day. If it was vintage cards, he had people for that. If it was more modern, he had people for that. He'd break it up, but he'd get the best deal because he'd be taking all the good stuff and he'd keep one card for to show like he did with his very finest, best mantle. At any rate, flipping would be an interesting topic.